The Guru Mind, written and read by Chris Cordes. Chapter 1. Patience. All gurus have a tremendous amount of patience, and one of the reasons behind that is meditation. They don't have the, the hustle and bustle of everyone's lives, the way people are so busy, they don't have time for themselves, they don't think for themselves, they're always on autopilot. Gurus are different. They have something called self-awareness. And when you have self-awareness, you become more patient. You start to tell yourself, but why am I so rushy about this? Why am I so rushy about that? What's one minute going to do? I had a really bad pet peeve and it was waiting in line. When I used to go to Starbucks, I hated waiting in line. This was something that would bother me so much. So I started to train myself and say, what's more minute going to do? Or what's two more minutes going to do? And so I learned to put that, let's call it puppy, the patience. Let's put the puppy on the right track. And let's control that ego because all that is ego-based. The mind of a guru is very different. They don't overthink. They don't overfeel. They don't overanalyze things. They have something called awareness. And what I did in my other book about Become Psychic Today was about psychic awareness and how important awareness is. The more you're aware, the more you notice. And the more you notice, the more opportunities can come your way. So it's important to just sit down every day, think about, just for five minutes, and think about the things that make you impatient. Write them down on a piece of paper and try to work on them. Gurus don't do that because they train their mind through meditation so they don't have to write. They keep training their mind and the more they train their minds, the, most po the more powerful they become and the better they become at being patient. Have you heard the saying, patience is a virtue? Well, it is a virtue. There's so many, so many impatient people in the world, including me, but I am working hard to be patient. What's the rush? What is the rush? There are no buildings that are going to collapse or air that's going to run out. Just relax. You're not underwater with 10,000 sharks roaming around you. That's not how it is. That's not how it is. Life can be easier if we are more patient. So the more patient we become, the easier life gets. Chapter 2. Let Go of Desires. 
You know, I, I was watching Esther Hicks, you know, the woman who sort of discovered the law of attraction and how people are so attached to their desires and they don't even get them because they're so resistant and because they are so obsessed with what they want. They don't let things go. They don't trust God or the universe or whoever you want to call to get it for them. See, when you want something and you let it go, no matter how small or big it is, have you ever noticed where you wanted something? Not very big, it's small. And, and then you say, it's okay, just forget about it. The next day, what you had wanted came true. So, about resistance, about those desires. Try not to desire anything for a month and see what will happen. Amazing things will happen. Gurus do not hold desires. They have a goal, which is nirvana. And that means enlightenment. We will talk about enlightenment later on. They have a goal called enlightenment, but they don't have those petty little desires. I want this today. I want that today. They are perfectly relaxed. They are perfectly in tune with themselves and they're, they're happy the way they are. The longer you hold on to your desire or desires, the longer it's going to take for them to appear in your life because you're pushing. There's resistance, there's no letting go, no trusting God, no trusting the universe to do it for you. If you once have a, a thought, not a fully developed thought, just a thought of something you want, and send it to the universe, you will get answered with something better that would you have thought about. Does that make any sense? It means if you have asked for a puppy and you didn't ask what kind of puppy and when the puppy arrives, it turns out to be a pug, which is the most cheerful, more, most sweetest little dog. So that's a plus from the universe. Don't be too descriptive. Don't be too narrow. Just let it to the universe to decide. Maybe they'll give you something better. Don't say, I want $10,000 now. I want $10,000 now. Just ask for money and say, maybe I, I want a larger amount and let it go. Stop obsessing every day. Live your life. Do not ask anymore about that. You can ask a different topic and then completely let it go again. Chapter 3. Detach yourself from the world. Why do gurus detach themselves from the world? Less problems, less arguments, less strife. 
there's so many reasons why being alone in your own sacred space can create miracles. Being alone is not essentially a bad thing, especially if you're connected to source and you know how to connect to source energy. You're never alone. You have your spirit guides, you have your angel guides, you have your archangels. You have so many spiritual beings that are there to help you and are there to guide you. Now, gurus are different. They do not want the outside world, which is fine. It's their decision. You don't have to live that way. But try to center yourself. Try to go in the direction of lowering those night outs, lowering those parties. Make more time for yourself. Maybe you can go on a retreat somewhere, some beautiful place, a nice lake for two days, just for two days and, and just be with yourself, be comfortable with yourself, love yourself. It's a great thing to just know that you are enough, that you exist and you are enough. So detaching yourself from the world doesn't mean locking yourself up in the basement and never seeing anyone for 10 years. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, don't let everyone up in your face. Build distance. Build those distance barriers. You have your space, I have my space. It's time for me to be alone with my thoughts. It's time to be alone with my thoughts. Think of it that way. Chapter 4. Ask for nothing. Yes, asking for nothing might seem a bit weird or maybe stupid, but it's completely the opposite. See, when we ask for nothing, you're giving a sign to the universe that you are happy for what you have. You're giving a sign to the universe that you are grateful for what you have. And the more grateful of what you have, you will attract more. So this is a good thing. I'm not saying never ask for anything. I'm saying that if you don't ask for anything for a month, just be happy with what you have. And really make it real. Make it like a game. Play a game. It's like you're playing cards. Just sit. Enjoy your day. Go for a walk. Do things that make you laugh. If you, if you like free, you know, Friends, the TV series, watch it for five hours. It doesn't matter. Make time for yourself. Go to that lake, go to that beach, give your two days off and just relax and enjoy yourself and pray. Pray by not asking, pray by thanking everyone 
for family, for loved ones, for boyfriends, for girlfriends, for the job you have, even though you, you don't like it. Be grateful, you'll attract another job. Chapter 5. Fasting Why is it so important for gurus to fast? It's very, very simple. Fasting is an extremely spiritual thing. That is it. Fasting can be one of the most spiritual things that you can do. End of discussion. Alright, so fasting is something we do because we give our organs a break, first of all. We give our liver, our kidneys a break. We drink tons and tons of water. We're not saying don't drink water. Western doctrines, uh, doctors are a bit, they're on the, the side that says, no, no, you should eat this. You should, you need your vitamins. You need to do that. But you know that you can be fed spiritually? It's happened to many people. When you're in your zone and when you're meditating, you can be fed spiritually. I fasted for 10 days and I kept on praying and it worked and it wasn't difficult. If you want to lose weight, fasting is the number one choice. It helps you spiritually and physically. And you don't crave a specific food because you're not depriving yourself of one food. You're depriving yourself of everything. So you'll miss everything. But then you make the right choices and you eat good foods. Right? Good foods. Fasting is something that is undeniably good for you because you start to develop something called awareness and things start to fall into place. Awareness gives us a more psychic point of view of seeing the world. I'm not saying you're going to become psychic. If you want to become psychic, then listen to my other book, but this is about our senses heightened. Everything will be heightened. Everything will be more clear. Clear consciousness. Clear knowing. You'll just be more at ease with things. Chapter 6. Declutter Your Mind how do you declutter your mind? It's very simple. You just stop those ruminating thoughts with activities. I have learned through ASMR. ASMR is a form of sound and talking therapy that gets you out of your own mind, that lets you kind of escape for a while. And there was one guy who was talking about anxiety and he said that you need to find a tool. Whatever tool you can find 
to stop those ruminating thoughts because they can be very destructive. And some people have really obsessive thoughts and they have a, a disorder for that, OCD. And they take medications and they're fine. I'm not a person who is against medication, but only if you need it. And the strongest antidepressant to remove OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, is Effexor. Effexor is the number one for that. There's 150 milligrams and 300 milligrams. 300 milligrams is for the deeply depressed. But if you do have OCD, do talk about good talked about your your doctor. Tell your doctor about Effexor and ask them if Effexor would be a good choice to stop OCD. 99% will say yes. So decluttering our mind is also by changing our lifestyle, the way we live, the way we eat, the way we move, the way we live our lives. We don't want to be on autopilot. We want to try something new every day. Every day we should try something new. Chapter 7 The Peaceful Mindset Why are gurus so peaceful all the time? Well, I'll tell you. One word. Meditation. 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 Those are three times. Meditation is something that can really decrease your depression, your anxiety, your worries, your stress. All of these things will be perished. I meditate 20 to 40 minutes a day and I do not stop. I do not skip a day because you need to release all that negativity. In order to do that, you do need meditation. I can't express how important meditation is. If you want to move forward with this book, this is the main, most important thing you need to do is meditation. You don't need to be sitting on the floor or lotus position. You can sit on your comfortable couch with your feet straight flat on the ground with your palms open and start breathing in and out. You can ask for things if you like during that meditation. You can ask for things that you want or you can do affirmations because those are good. They'll, they'll stop from your mind wandering because that's what we don't want. So if you are a person who starts, you know, mind wandering, then stick to seven affirmations. You say it, you, you start with, let's say I am patient. You say I am, then you breathe in patient. I am patient. That's the correct way to do it. You can write 10 affirmations and do that. And 
And my suggestion is after you've done them, leave at least 13 to 14 minutes of just silence. Complete silence. Just focus on your breath. If you find yourself, your mind wandering, just focus on your breath. Keep focusing on your breath. In and out, in and out. That's when you will start to feel good. You will feel so in the moment because that's what we want. We want to live in the present. And when you feel so in the moment, everything feels right. Chapter 8 Emotional Detachment In this world, in this day and age, we are so emotionally attached to everything whether it be people or objects. And this has become an epidemic. You don't need that Xbox. You don't need that huge TV. You don't need to go to that party. Sometimes you got to say no to yourself. You know, you have to do that sometimes. We need time for ourselves. And the only way to heal or feel better emotionally is by being with ourselves. Going to a party and getting drunk, do you think that's going to help? Of course not. Alcohol is the number one cause of, let's call it, food type that causes depression. Not even the little vodka shot. Alcohol is really, really bad. And those occasional wine drinks, they're also bad. Alcohol really can promote severe depression. Do something that is useful. Go on a hiking trip. Go swimming. Swimming is great. It'll make you feel good emotionally. Detach yourself from what people think about you or what you think, you know, people are saying behind your back. Don't go into details about what people are saying about you or what they think about you. This means you have a low self-esteem and you need to work on that self-esteem because you are great. We are all born unique but we are all one. We're collective. We are all one. But we are all a single drop of difference. Each of us, let's call ourselves the dots. And every dot is created differently. But we're all dots in the end which means we can come to agreement. We can come to solving problems. That is why emotional detachment is the best thing you can do even if you are suffering from depression or anxiety. Try to detach yourself of emotional things. You know, the, the more than you can do that, the best. It's best to just detach yourself from emotional things and tell your mind, I do not have time for this. Chapter 9. Proper Food 
What is proper food? What do gurus eat? I will tell you. Gurus eat most, most of the time raw foods. They eat raw vegetables mostly and raw fruits. Some eat meat, some don't. I'm not going to say that everyone does, you know, everyone doesn't eat meat from the gurus. That's not true. A lot do. But they would eat something that's very lean, like fish or frogs or lean little turkey, things like that. Not heavy meat. They don't eat the red heavy meat. They don't snack, of course. They don't eat chips. They don't eat junk food. They don't eat fries. They don't eat chocolate. They don't eat cookies. They eat healthy raw vegetables and healthy raw fruits. And some of them like cooked foods, like a, a casserole of, let's say, zucchini and eggplants. I'm giving an example here. So that could be one thing. They avoid sugar. They avoid everything white, like white flour, white sugar, white bread, white pasta. They avoid all these soft drinks that have or a million gallons of sugar in them or aspartame in them for diet. They avoid all these things. They drink a lot of tea. They enjoy their tea. They sip it slowly. Some of them will fast for a week and then they go back to eating again. Every guru is different. And they operate differently and sometimes they would have just one meal in the morning or one meal at night. I've seen many gurus just change. Everyone does a change. They don't stay on that same road. They take different roads when it comes to food, but as long as it's very healthy. Chapter 10. Enlightenment. What is enlightenment? Enlightenment is when you reach nirvana. Enlightenment is when you become all-knowing. That's what Buddhists do. They want to reach nirvana. They want to be all-knowing of everything. And that is why they do all these powerful meditations. And a lot of these gurus or Buddhists have special powers because they've tapped into a place in their brain where they can heal. A lot of people have been healed by Buddhists and gurus. It's been documented. I'm not saying that you should do the same because to reach enlightenment and nirvana would take 10 to 20 years. But we should learn from that is that when you still the mind you allow, as I call it, psychic information to enter your mind. 
If you don't like calling it psychic, you can say intuitive information. That's when you allow intuitive information to enter the mind. How can you allow it in if you're always thinking? It's impossible. You can't allow it in if you're always thinking. You need to settle the mind. You need to clear your mind. You need to be at peace. Thank you.